everyone, and welcome to this issue of the Bad Cody Funky Podcast, issue number 48. We're talking about Game of Thrones today, but before we get into the main part of the podcast, we have some nerd news to get out of the way. So, some... Uh if you haven't heard yet, guys, and unless you've been living in Iraq, some Gears of War stuff has been released and the collector editions has been leaked. Um, yeah. Fun fact, and one thing I keep on bringing up is that I like the fact that we're playing as Phoenix's son, which is kind of kick-ass. Um, yeah. So does anyone want to take bets that, because his name is JD, right? JD Phoenix. Yeah. Who wants to take bets that the D stands for Dom? Oh. <laughs> Bet you oh. fucking Garen fucking D. I'm a, I'm a little, that's a little over my head. So what does Dom mean? Oh. So in Gears of War, th- in the Gears of War 1, 2, and 3, uh, Marcus Phoenix is the main character. And his, his BFF slash bromance slash wingman slash like, you know, heterosexual life mate. His name was Dom. <laughs> and in spoilers, um. I, love, I don't know why I'm saying spoilers because it's been what? How long since Gears of War? Oh, God, it's been a long time. Two, uh, five years. I'm looking at it now. September 20th, 2011. Thank you. GameStop promotional poster that I stole. Uh, anyways, um, so at the end of three, Dom sacrifices himself to save the group. Oh, no. In a very touching moment. Gears of War is one of those series that has a lot of touching moments, even though it's like chainsaws, blood, guts, everything. And it's just over the top violence, which is awesome. It does get really kind of get the feels in there. I had two buddies of mine, like uh, basically played all three in like one sitting. Just because they played one through the whole city and they're like, we have to finish this game. And they bought two and three like used or uh, pre-owned. Mm-hmm. And I asked them how it was. And they're like, we're never playing that game again. It was so good. What? But yeah. I can't play that game again. It just fucked me up. Especially when they talked about like Dom's wife. Oh, yeah. That's fucked. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. they're like, we fought so hard to get to her. And we get to her. And she's fucked. What do you mean? Wait, she's fucked. Like, what happened to her? So the locusts kind of abduct everyone, and they never really say definitively what they do. At least in the main story, they might have in like the and the, the the collection things that you do, but I never read those. Um, they it looks like they try to turn people into more locusts. Is my my thought on that? So they like zerg them up. Yeah, I mean they like mutilate <laughs> them. They like do random shit to them, stuff like that. And and that's just me speculating that they try to turn them into like more of them. But, I, uh, I think so too because like look at look at their queen. She looks like very humanoid like like uh, Kerrigan, the Queen of Blades. In right, Starcraft. right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but they haven't said one th- one way or another. So you know, I'm not saying one speculation. Wait, Here, so going was there, like, his wife true. like all insect evil villain? What or was she just super dead? No, it's like she, a similar she, similar vibe. Like she's yeah, she human. was alive, but not. Not all there. Not too good. Yeah, don't read too much into it. Don't read too much into the comparison, <laughs> which I can see see your brain doing. Um, but anyways, so that's who Dom is. It's it was Marcus Phoenix's best friend, and the guy who breaks him out of jail essentially in the first one. So they've been together for a long ass time, and actually that was a really cool scene too because uh, Mad World starts playing and he's just like. Driving in towards oh, it, yeah. and Marcus is just like, "Dom, Dom, no, oh no, no, don't do that it." That sounds sad. It was great. It was great. Great. <laughs> I feel scene. like I've seen like a cutscene of that somewhere before. Yeah, you had to have. Yeah, giant explosions everywhere and stuff is great. Yeah, <laughs> I remember the song. <laughs> but and anyways, that's probably what JD is probably like. I don't know what J would stand for, but it's definitely Dom or Dominic is the middle name. Got to be. Mm. 
Uh, but anyways, Dave, tell us more about what was announced for Gears of War 4. So basically when it comes to like buying it, they have like four different editions coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be the regular you know, Gears of War edition, then there's the Ultimate Edition, Collector's Edition, and Collector's Outside Edition, each with varying, varying price points. Um, obviously starting at the regular edition, starting at fifty nine ninety nine, then nine ninety nine, so on and so forth. Um, well, so on and so forth is two forty nine, right? Two forty nine ninety. Two forty nine, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so two hundred, so sixty, a hundred, and two hundred and fifty bucks. Pretty much. Cool. Um, honestly, I don't see like the ultimate edition being too bad. It's only about a few bucks more for a hundred bucks. You get pretty good, decent shit. Hmm. You get basically like weapon skins packs. Um, was it a season pass and a few like other like. Stuff like that. So that's not too bad for me. Um, the other two are a bit too much. They're fucking honestly. expensive. Those, Let's just say. It. Yeah. The, was that the statue one? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the other two right. are definitely the statue. So the the statue yeah. ones are it's JD on a bike, right? That is um, correct. And one of them is him in his traditional cog outfit. So like that battle armor that we all know that you know it's pretty much football pads, right? Uh, and the other one, if I'm not mistaken, is JD in civilian Civ- clothes. Yep, in his civvies. Yep, in his civvies. So why do I would assume the latter is more rare than the former? I don't know that for a fact, but just I would assume that they would make less of that one. Um, and it, I think it has a special name. I can't remember it though, off the top of my head. Like, like the top edition, the outsider edition is basically it's the same thing with the, the whole statue and everything that comes with like the. Collector's edition, but it's yeah. him not wearing the um, sure the yeah. cog outfit. Yeah, yeah. it's in the Yeah, but it, it was called the Outsider Edition. Is that what that one was called? Yes, sir. Cool. That was really cool. Yeah, and I think the, they probably all include like what the ninety nine ninety nine ninety nine ninety nine version includes. One would assume. yeah, like it basically just like stacks on top of the stacks. But I think the nine ninety nine version is fine. I already have enough shit oh, yeah. in my room as it is. God, yeah. So <laughs> I don't think I need like JD riding on. That's what we're calling him now, JD. Yeah, but JD riding <laughs> on a. On like a motorcycle wearing anything. However, it's it's I just find it like sex. I've never played the Gears of War games. I've watched them played, you know? Mm. Like they came out when I was still going through the dark time of like no video games. Yeah. yeah. Um But I've seen them play, I know enough about them, so it's like I, I kinda sort of want to pick this up just to see what the story because it's technically a brand new story, what we're doing yeah. here. I mean and you could too, it'd probably be dirt cheap on three sixty. Picking up all right. those games. Yeah. I think I do have like a couple of them laying around somewhere. Yeah. Well, you- as for the pre-release bonuses, though, like I kind of miss the days when like pre-release meant you know like physical bonuses, you know, like cause I, I liked that. Yeah, loot. Like I mean, like when 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 you were able to get a game and you got like a statue, like hell, even a Tomb Raider. I I bought the 360 collector's edition um, because I wanted the statue. Sure. And 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 that that just in in a lot of ways maybe it's a little different today because. Uh, games are so much more mainstream, and you can really find merchandise for for your, your your game of choice. But like back in the day, like if you wanted a figurine of something from a game like that, the pre-release was probably like the only way you were gonna get like that that like Alduin statue or something, you know? Oh yeah, sure. I mean, the, there's no denying that there's way more nerd loot now than there's ever been in the past, which is which is great. But also, I think a lot of people don't go for those collector's editions anymore because they already have that. So, yeah. Yeah, I can see how it's just a different environment, but, you know, it's still, like, there's a novelty of it. Sure, absolutely. There's always a novelty to things. And there's also novelty to other things, like Inhumans. Yeah, well, as for the next topic, in fact, mm-hmm. Inhumans are back in the spotlight. And, surprising no one, it doesn't look good. <laughs> they have been bumped off their July 12th, 20. 
2019 release date, and unlike last time they were moved, they didn't get a new date announced womp since womp. The, uh, the move. So what do you guys think? Do you think the spell's the end for them, or is it well, just uh, taking their time? So for people who, for anyone who's listening out there who doesn't know, mainly myself, um, who are the Inhumans? The Inhumans are an ancient race of <laughs> mutated beings given great power by Terrigen Mists. So basically they're aliens that get superpowers by fart gas. <laughs> Thank you, Agents of Shield. They're actually yes. they're actually pretty cool. They debuted in Fantastic Four comics way back in the Stan Lee Jack Kirby days. Um But there's not really they're like they're like B list characters. They're like they show up sometimes, they do a thing. Um they really kinda came to the limelight in I guess the more recent decades. I wanna say kind of. Marvel like the, Knights like the two thousands like going forward. Like before that, I wouldn't say people really cared too much about them. Well, yeah, um, there was the War of Kings, which was that had Black Bolt and again. I think this was like again two thousand and eight. So yeah, not that and, long ago. And then there was the I'm not sure if, there, if it had a different name back when it was released, but I, I have it in trade. It's just called Inhumans. I think it's considered that's, Inhumans that's Volume the, Two. Though that's the Paul Jenkins and Jay Lee run. Yeah, I read. Yeah, that one's that one's back. really good. Like yeah. if. They, if if they're gonna make an Inhumans movie like that, the the whole story is the Inhumans trying to like get themselves. Like there is the world is kind of getting more and more uh, antsy with their presence near like Atlantis, and you have these two superpowers next sure. to each other. Sure. So so what yeah. we're saying is it only took like thirty six years for them to have a halfway decent story, which is yeah. fine <laughs> because I've always I've always really liked Black Bolt. He's silent. He's powerful. He can s- swing it with the Silver Surfer and. In a game of punchies, so that's that's all fine and dandy. Yeah, but, no, James. I, so I know you were saying you really don't know much about them at all. What and they are kind of like they're mutants. space mutants. Yeah, they're just they are they're they're literally Marvel's answer to mutants for the live action universe, and that's and, it, and that's why it feels so weird for because um, I got I go into it in the article that these days you see a lot of Inhumans in the Marvel universe, but a lot of the fans out there are. Very, very iffy with 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 uh, their portrayal. Like people are kind of happy, but there's more people who are who are mad. And it's not because the stories aren't great; they're mostly serviceable. But what people are mad about is that they're deflating the X Men's presence in the universe. Uh, and the, these characters that have all of this years of very good writing, like Chris Chris Claremont created and reinvented a number of characters in and. and that and made them famous. Essentially, Marvel's um, most popular franchise for close to thirty years. Yeah, and and they're and they're and they're they're artificially trying to make them less popular by putting less content out there. At least it seems like it. The, Whereas the, the, the Inhumans are new Coke to Coke Classic, which is the X Men. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably the best way you could put it. Yeah, and and and, and, and it's it's a shame because the Inhumans before. What Marvel has been doing were one of my favorite niches in the niche, I guess, comics in the Marvel universe because they were they were kind of like mutants that forced the writers to have more depth to their powers beyond oh, what's their power? Mutant. The inhuman, an inhuman, their power is directly tied to their subconscious and, oh, and their situation. So their their powers because of that inherently have more more um, narrative tied into it versus just like a disability they're dealing with with but not really you know also they're weird they have a giant dog that te- that, <laughs> that can teleport 
And he's amazing. Everybody okay. loves Lockjaw. And, and the leader, and they actually have like have a, a leader, like they're like you mentioned Black Bolt. Um, so the Inhumans have a. I mean, I'm not sure actually how how it all started, but I know that Black Bolt and Medusa they they're literally like royalty. Think of it like Game of Thrones, like they're the king and queen, but everyone loves them. Um, Black Bolt can't talk because his inhuman power is that his voice can shatter worlds. So he has to be like a silent king. But his his wife, uh, Medusa, she actually does like most of the ruling in, in their society, but she also ha- is able to, she's not like a, a crazy strong psychic like Jean Grey, but she can, she can feel, like she can sense like emotion. And so she knows what where like where her husband is is is. Uh, and uh, she has topics. prehensile hair. Yes, she's like Medusa. She comes with the name. <laughs> but but in terms of the film, um, which probably comes at no surprise, I honestly wouldn't have faith in anything after Infinity War. That's me. You do your really? big bang, you do your big bang hurrah, and then what's left? Like you're. Well, not I gonna... think that they. I, I think I mean. Marvel did it backwards. You know, they're having Civil War now, and then they're going to ramp up to to Infinity Gauntlet. And, I mean, that, like, I guess makes sense if, if from, a, from a writing point of view and versus, a, and versus a, how it... And a scope and the stakes kind of scale. Yeah, because once, once you kind of go, like, fate of the universe, it's <laughs> it's kind of hard to come back from that. And that. Unless they straight up delve into the multiverse, but it's a can of worms I don't think anyone wants I to go into. I doubt they'll do that. I highly nope. doubt it. That's like DC making a Justice League movie and then doing a Crisis on Infinite Earths movie. But like, how nuts would that be? At the end of uh, the uh, Infinity Wars, all of a sudden, just Miles Morales, Spider Man, comes swinging in, and that's it. It like cuts cut scene. <laughs> well, I mean, what they do at the end of Infinity War, though, like at the end of Infinity War, happens and it's a way for them to retcon the entire like MCU. And have like new actors play like the, the heroes and stuff like that. See, I would well, disagree I mean, with that will, only because though. they they don't have a problem recasting and not even bringing it up. But that's that's the thing. Like I think that <laughs> Marvel Machine might Kong, want, yeah. yeah, Marvel might want to actually kind of go down the I guess the DC route because the thing before New Fifty Two, the thing that made DC so strong was that the characters had like a legacy. The title had a legacy to it, sure. and that's what I think Marvel is trying to do in the comics now. Where you have these these people taking over like titles, like you have um, Falcon taking over like Captain America. Mm-hmm. That's like that's that's that was a big deal. You, you got have, your Lady um, Thor, Jane Foster your, Fal- taking over your, Thor, your yeah. Falcon caps. You got your. Miss your Kamala Khan, Miss Marvels. You have Miles Morales, Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a- um. So I I think that and and they have said this in interviews that after the Infinity War movie, they they plan on having like a new status quo. So maybe that will be like the the legacy. Maybe most of the old heroes will die, and then the survivors will will harbor harbor in this this new age of heroes, new heroic age. To I'm all for off. that, man. Like if if I think I mentioned this on one of the earlier podcasts, but I wish that like. DC just did that, and I know Marvel's kind of we're kind of talking about Marvel, so it's like a different thing. But like, man, I just wish that like comic book characters would age, and that way you get yeah. fresh new <laughs> characters, and they're not always the same. And like, yeah, like I've always been intrigued by when you do like alternate tales and alternate versions of different characters, you know? No, absolutely. So and um, that would be really and if cool. you feel the and same way Greg does, you should read Spider Girl. Yes. I love Spider-Girl. It's a great comic. J2? <laughs> J2, yeah. anyone? Juggernaut 2. You've got the X people. <laughs> the Avengers next. It's a it's a great, great look at what would happen if the Marvel Nova's Universe popular? just aged into the 90s. <laughs> and speaking of a plethora of characters, um, guys, we got early access to Battleborn. 
Ah, uh, yes, the Battleborn. Heroes aren't made, they are battle-born. Battles? Born. Born. Ah, battle. yeah, stretch it out as long as I could. Fight yes. together, die alone. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Gearbox Software, guys, the guys who made Borderlands. Borderlands, a crazy Zandy game with a zillion guns. Uh, cool storyline, right. you're a vault hunter on Pandora, looking for riches and fame. <clears throat> and uh, you have one of the best villains in video game history, I think, Handsome Jack. You know, I was arguing... Oh, absolutely, hands down. Oh, my God. I was arguing uh, about this uh, the other day with somebody, uh, somebody who would not be named, uh, Twitch streamer. Uh, they were saying, oh, Handsome Jack is a bit too much. I don't think... And I'm like, dude, look, Handsome Jack is one of the best villains ever in a video game. Like, he's crass. He doesn't care. He like like he he'll insult you and have fun doing it, and you he'll just, tell you to kill yourself. Yeah, and you just you <laughs> want to hate him so. Oh God, you just want to hate handsome Jack, but he's just so funny, and he does everything in his power to just make you so annoyed because like to him you're annoying him. You mm. are so annoying, handsome Jack. So um, you just won't die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you just won't die, and you keep just messing up his plans, and he's and, like, just and he's and just like, damn it! Like, can you just? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, and every and every time Hamster like, "Damn it, can you just die? Like, what are you doing? Get out of here! Who are you?" <laughs> and um, and the cool thing about Battleborn is that um, when we went to, to the Gearbox panel at PAX East, we talked about talked about this in our previous podcast. Uh, we were saying how you know some of these characters uh, were drawn a bit more serious. So Battleborn has a unique aesthetic. It looks oh god, it looks awesome. Um, but the characters were a bit, were a bit more serious, and I think there were supposed to be characters in the Borderlands, but they were like, you know what? Let's make a completely new IP, uh, for, from this. And they did. So Battleborn, pretty much, uh, you're on the last star in the universe, and, uh, you're pretty much like, there's, there's a bad guy, like, uh, and, oh my god. Like, just thinking about this game, there's so much to it right now. So, imagine having, like, a big box of toys. And all of these toys are action figures, and each action figure is unique, and each action figure has something to offer. Uh, kind of like, well, let's just put it in, in, you know, some terms, kind of like Disney, like Infinity or, or Skylander. So let's say you had one of these figurines, and each one has a different ability, and that's kind of what Battleborn is. Like, you have all these different characters, uh, and they all do things, and you can upgrade them through your battle to do certain things. So we can be playing the same character, and I can be playing it this style, you're playing it that style. And it's so much fun. So yeah, just bouncing off that, um, yeah. like just as someone who doesn't play MOBA style games mm-hmm. and was well, it's not very it's, it's not a MOBA style in, game. It does have a MOBA style mode, uh, yeah. mode pretty much. But it's yeah, additional. It's, it's not, yeah. yeah, additional. Yeah, but it's and not. I, a MOBA. And I've I've always but because going off, I've always been been intimidated to even even touch a game that has has that arena setup where like one side clash in the middle. You have like these lanes. I I, I can never wrap my head around it, but. Mm. But with, and especially with all of the different builds and all of these different games, it was something that just really pushed me away. And I, I'm, I'm a very casual gamer. So I, I would play something like, like Borderlands, right? And I'd just do whatever, enjoy my time, and then play the next game. But when I when I was able to play this the other day, I, I found that each character was very straightforward. You had two paths. Every time you leveled up, it was just pick two things. What, what do you like? What sounds cool? I like this. Click left trigger. Have that ability. Oh, neat. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was it. Then I go I go into battle, and, and then I use this ability, and, so, and I, the one I, I picked that I liked, and lo and behold, it worked. Like, this character that I play, I think I played as the, uh, I'm really bad with names, the, uh, the Valkyrie? Oh, uh, Galilea. Galilea, yeah. You were good uh, as this Galilea, too. I was like, holy yeah. crap. Like, oh, yeah. I, I first tried grief. playing... 
<laughs> as the penguin. And I uh, Toby. I, I didn't Toby. Toby. God damn it, plays Toby, Toby again. God damn it. And I, I did not do too hot. I enjoyed it, but I, I then I then I tried Toby's Gala, awesome. Gala, like Gala, Toby for those of you who know is a penguin in a mech suit. Yeah, no, he's, he's just, I, I, I saw, I saw him, and I was. Yeah, like, he's like a tiny <laughs> penguin. I kind of think, uh, like, like, like Gunther from Adventure Time, except he has like this is fun of the latitude. He's like, I'm trying my best, and I'm gonna kill you. And it's just like, <laughs> what? Oh god, it's so great. And he, he's like, sorry, I broke your robot. <laughs> <laughs> like all the banter from the characters are hilarious. Like there, there's, there's this uh, character, uh, Galt. Uh, <laughs> when you do his, when you do his taunt, uh, uh, the camera is behind him, and then he turns around and kind of does a thumbs up and a smile. So, so one of those times you you, <laughs> you hit you hit taunt, and he goes do 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 ding. <laughs> the, the freaking Terminator theme. I was like, "What?" And like, and it does it does really remind you of of Borderlands. If, if you like the Borderlands sense of humor, if you like the Borderlands aesthetic, the gameplay, like it's it's like this game to me felt like Borderlands with a crazy, crazy well developed multiplayer. Like, yeah, it was it was it was it was it's like the best versus mode a Borderlands fan could ask for. And I to a point where someone who's not even into like competitive versus games who's just a fan of Borderlands, me, <laughs> was incredibly into it. Like, I did not expect to have as good a time as I did with with any sort of, of uh, I know I'm going to hate this, but MOBA-style MOBA game. And and I, I enjoyed both the deathmatch and the MOBA mode just because it was approachable. It, was, it wasn't intimidating. There wasn't this mountain of of builds and, and, and what lane to go to to overcome. It was just, what are you comfortable doing? Do good. Mm. Yeah, talking to my friends about it like at work like they all ask me you know because I'm playing it so they're like how was it how'd you play it how'd you do would you do this how'd you do that I didn't play the beta I missed the beta how's the game and it's like the best way I can describe it to them is like how you describe it Serge like take all your toys you had in your toy box and just throw massive amounts of chaos at them and that's what this game is especially when it's in like in the versus mode when we're playing like at PAX and it was at five on five it was fucking chaotic like there was chaos that was like, awesome. Like you and I playing against each other was fun when we played over when we played over at Sam's. But like having like actual five on five is just shit's going around. There's someone healing you. There's things exploding. There's someone flying through the air. Someone's laughing. There's some like some weird butt joke. It's like <laughs> it just and I'm not I'm not I'm not exaggerating either. You know, and it's just it's gorgeous. It's a fun game and it's definitely going to be one of my favorite titles for like this year. I think. Oh, definitely, and it comes out next week. But uh, we were we were lucky enough to uh, meet up with, with the guys at at Gearbox. We went to the panel earlier that day. We were in line just waiting for Battleborn, and <laughs> and I was just like, "Wait, is that Scott Kester and Randy? Is that is that them right there? I think it is." And and <laughs> and yeah, they they came over. We started talking, and it's just it, it's one of those things where it's like it's like we're we're all creatives, you know. We're we're content creators, web designers, graphic designers, and and all the oh man, like so many things we're interested in just aren't interesting to other people. And in talking to them about you know all the behind the scenes fun and the character development and the design, and it's so cool how Gearbox is such like a cool place that like a QA tester can submit like a character design, and one of them did. And yeah. it's going to be like a, a new character in the game, and one of the free DLCs, right? Yeah, she's going to be the first one. It's the water. I rem- don't remember her name, but it's the water chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, it is so cool how how they just operate like that. It's like no matter where you are in Gearbox, like you're <laughs> you're a buddy. And oh my god, it, and it's just it's so cool to be like a yeah, part of this whole creativity. thing. Yeah, seriously. 
it's so cool to be be a part of this whole thing and uh you know they're they're gracious enough to to give us uh early access so we've been playing that pretty much all week with some other uh uh pretty cool um Twitch streamers and oh man, the, the ride's been awesome. I mean, you, you 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 start up online or you start up in story. You pick from the crazy toy box of characters and you just go. Like uh, I like playing as uh, Calderas. He's he's a robot. He looks like a Decepticon. Um, you know, one of my other friends likes playing as uh, <laughs> as Toby the Penguin. You know, there's there's all these and uh, and Dave, what you like uh, Montana, the big the big dude with the gun. Yes, gun? the Man Mountain, Montana. Oh, like. Man. Playing as him, I felt like I was playing myself, which means I was masturbating while playing. Because <laughs> um, a lot of his, even Samson, a lot of the stuff he does is just me. He gets shit caught in his beard, you know, and it's like, clean it out. <laughs> I got it. Yeah, yeah, you you got it, you know. And some of the things he says is pretty funny. Like when um, you kill someone, you, he'll say something like, you got to work on your swole, bro. Or um, <laughs> It's so good. Or like you know he just when he does taunt he just goes crazy starts shooting the gun he just goes ah, ah, with his gun or he like <laughs> or like he like carves like a piece of he carves himself out of a piece of wood like and I just loved his the reason why I started playing him was his bio it said um what was it Montana loves two things to protect, protecting his friends and clotheslining bears and it's like, <laughs> you know if if I'm gonna play a character it's gonna be that and he's bearded. He's large and he has tiny calves just like I do. Nice. Yes, yeah, nice. Yeah. So, you know, big shout out and big thank you to, uh, you know, to the guys at Gearbox, uh, you know, Randy Varnell, Scott Kester, Joe King. You guys are awesome. <laughs> thank you guys very much for uh, giving us early access and uh, let us play your game that we love. And it's just like, I want to be playing it now. Is is the thing. I would love you playing it while we're doing the podcast, but uh, got to gotta do your first passion first. But uh, yeah, guys, that was um, the news we had to get out of the way. Enjoy the main part of the podcast you should report here. Welcome to the podcast that always pays its debts, the Bad Coyote Funky Podcast. Welcome, welcome, one and all, to the Bad Carody Funky Podcast, issue number 48, talking about Game of Thrones. On this week, on the podcast, we've got Booster Greg. What up? We've got Dave the Bearded Menace. Hodor. <laughs> we've got Adam Bomb Amber. Kaboom. And I am Sergio. And Dave is kissing. And, and me. Mine is the fairy. <laughs> Fire and blood. <laughs> Burn your houses down. <laughs> oh man, guys! This week we're talking about Thrones. Yeah, Game of Thrones. Yeah, Game of Thrones. As you guys know, Game of Thrones has started up, and it's it's amazing how this show went from being an amazing book that everyone and no one at the same time has heard of to a huge phenomenon that everybody is talking about. And if you post any spoilers in your Facebook wall, everybody murders you for. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, speaking of spoilers Seriously, I, speaking know, of spoilers Thank you, Amber We're going to be talking about spoilers So, if you haven't seen the, the latest episode 
please uh, cover your ears, watch that, and then come back here because we're going to go into it. <laughs> yes, indeed. Actually, I think people have been pretty good about spoilers this past episode. I um, I didn't actually see the episode until uh, yesterday, so I was I was trying to <laughs> bury my head in the ground from it any and all talk of Game of Thrones. And uh, I still saw that one picture of, of uh, what was it, like my reaction to how the episode ended and it just showed Schmeagol or Gollum from Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I don't get what that means, what that is. Because I mean, and now after, but it was great. It was like the best kind of spoiler you could see because unless you saw the episode, the picture meant nothing to you. <laughs> I saw one with Al Bundy that was very appropriate. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to see that after the podcast. <laughs> oh, God. So, guys, uh, what was your overall reaction? Just in a few words, overall reaction to this new season and the first episode. Oh, my God. They started off running this time around. Like, it just immediately, you you just... You, it was, oh, man. It was like you have the the, the mop-up with the... Um, what, are that, what are those guys called in the North? The ones who skin people. You have them trying to figure out what's going on there. Sansa's like hiding from his from his uh, troops trying to hunt her down. And, and you have... Um, and you, you, you think she's about to get away. And then they, they gang up on her. And you're like, oh, no. And it was just... How it started off was just so... Was, I guess the word is like high tension. Mm-hmm. So great way to start the season. And... <laughs> Just all the way through, they were just kind of throwing out all of these, all these plot threads. We just wanted to see the conclusion of last time. Like this would have, if they showed this episode as the finale for last season, there would have been like no hype because like all of those, all the uh, loose ends that they threw out there uh, at the end were kind of, uh, I don't want to say wrapped up, but you kind of got the... uh, the resolution, you know, like what happened yeah. to Sansa and escaping, what happened to the off, assassination. And especially the end mm-hmm. off of the last season with, with Jon Snow, like, dying just yeah. for the watch in, in the, in, oh my god, and people were like, oh, his his, his blood formed the, the direwolf and all sorts of stuff and he has king's blood and it's the fact that, that yeah. this episode started off with, like, him in the snow. It's like, holy crap, it's picking where you left off. But, uh, uh, Dave, what was your reaction, like, to this episode overall? Like, what, what, what was going through your brain? So I'm not going to lie to you guys. It's probably the second or third episode of Game of Thrones I've ever seen. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I just never was able to get into it. I'm not sure why. Like, it's one of those shows I should love. I should like, knowing the stuff I'm into. I could just never really just get into it. Um, with that said, though, watching this episode, it was not as confusing as I thought it would be. Because it's like six... Five different seasons leading up to one episode. And I thought it'd be like, oh my God, who's this person? Who's this person? Who's this person? I don't know what's going on. And I was able to follow it pretty well. I don't know if that goes with the well-done writing in the show. Where I can just sit down and watch any episode and I can figure out what's going on. Or because so many people have posted spoilers on Facebook over the years. (laughs) I'm able to follow the show without actually watching the fucking show. Um... But I liked it. I found it entertaining. But every now and then, I did my attention would go elsewhere, because again, I just could not get into it. You know, now, I now mean, why is it like? Why can't you get yeah, into? Yeah, I'm it? curious. I don't know. Like, it's me because I don't care much about the characters or the way well, the story so is. <laughs> like, Peter Dinklage is great. You know, I'm not going to deny that. Like, he's a really well done character. I just can't get into it. Well, the thing is that like the the magical element really didn't become as prevalent until season two. So you really have to be into the medieval drama of season one and, and the politics to really get into it. Um, and I mean, if that if you're into if you're into uh, like high fantasy, I 
I'm, maybe not, I don't know if I would consider... Would you consider Game of Thrones high fantasy or dark fantasy? But either way, either way, you have to be into it in light of... Um, as, as like a period piece instead of just pure action. Because it does have very realistic um, politics. In fact, I, I believe a lot of, of what um, J.R. Martin is uh, inspired from is, I think, the Byzantines. Like that era of of all these kings kind of going at it in Europe and all this betrayal and all, it was, was it's actually born from, like the plotline of Game of Thrones is born from history, um, just with fantasy added to it. And and that's why I think it it, it has such strong roots. It's, it is born out of, of real life in a way. But if, if that's not your thing, then I can see it kind of being a little... Well, boring. no, that's that's it. That, that, it is, that is my thing. I love like period pieces. I love like, High fantasy or fantasy in general, like anything like that. I mean, shit. I thought like Lincoln was way better than um, Skyfall. Skyfall should be like the ultimate like action James Bond movie, and I fell asleep in that. And like I thought Lincoln was like fucking phenomenal. So it's not that I find it. It's not that the history part I find boring or the politics I find boring. It's just I just can't get into it, and I just I wish I had an answer to why I can't. It's just like. Oh yeah, it's another show on HBO that has like sex and, and yeah. But I was just gonna say, Dave, what about the boobies? You, you know what? It's, <laughs> what H- it's HBO, so it's gonna happen. I don't know. It's just like if it's on HBO, I almost He's feel desensitized, like, guys. Yeah, if it, I feel like if it's on HBO, they're gonna throw it in there just because they have to throw it in there. Dark days are truly upon us. <laughs> <laughs> Casey, what, what's, what, what's your uh, overall reaction to uh, your episode? Uh, I didn't care for it. Really? I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah, uh-huh. it's you know what? It's like. On one hand, I'm I'm glad that you have all the the book people who finally have nothing to say. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which given the, the, peop- the people I know can either be very insightful and informative about it, or fucking obnoxious. It's it's um, like there's certain people. It's like people who do yoga, people who are like like consume kale, and like people who like read Game of Thrones. It's people like, who do by CrossFit. For those who don't know, CrossFit. People who do CrossFit. Vegans. Oh yeah, exactly. for those who don't Vegan, know, up until this season, CrossFit, it's like, oh, hashtag going to the gym and all sort of stuff. It's like, <laughs> okay, we get it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but for those who don't know, um, up until this season, you have technically been able to read ahead by reading the books, but for but now suddenly J.R. Martin isn't as, isn't as caught up to his own TV series <laughs> because he's too busy having fun being a man with a lot of money. Well, no, I think he, he he apparently takes a long time to write, like a long time to write. He's been writing and... these books since the '90s. Okay, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Give me a goddamn break. So the guys see, know now... the guys know Patrick Rothfuss. You heard it here first. <laughs> but yeah, so like now that he 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 has a series that there is suddenly this schedule of of release, he he just can't keep up because he can't create the same quality of story that people would expect of him. So they're actually going to make the TV show take a different path than the books. It's going to be similar, but the ending of Game of Thrones, the series, will be different than A Song of Fire and Ice, the novel series, which is, for those who don't know, the name of the novel series. <laughs> and I think I, I think that's that's a good thing, because I, w- I would much rather have have a story that you can kind of get into and then and then have a reason to to read multiple mediums like like i know that people i guess harp on harry potter for leaving out things but uh, i mean i th- and how how the movie had a slightly different ending than the uh, than the than the book 
But I, I think it it is nice that different mediums have different interpretations, just because it it is a different way of storytelling. Don't say that, because so then that's how we get stupid Fantastic Four movies. Oh, but stop, I mean, stop. But stop. Marvel does it well, though. Like Marvel, Marvel takes what works and applies what can work in a movie to a movie. I mean, not everything in a book works in a movie. Not everything in a movie works in a comic. You know, like there is mediums have their strength, and 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 the reason why they have merit on their own is because there are certain stories that you can only tell in certain mediums. Well, not with that attitude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, so the episode. So. Uh, yeah, the episode reaction from Greg. Yeah, uh, I uh, yeah, yeah, and as a sound effect, man, um, I was kind of underwhelmed. I've been getting more disenfranchised with a lot of these shows, though. Like, in all honesty, like I haven't watched Walking Dead in like two seasons. I just like got fed up with it. And this the one, most I'm recent one is feel. actually actually pretty good. But yeah, the one before that, I was like, oh god. Yeah, yeah, and I've been hearing that, and I'll probably catch up at some point. But like, I'm I'm getting that like, like. You know how when you get sick and you have that weird taste in the back of your mouth and you're like, fuck, I'm going to get sick. I'm having that with like, like based on my reaction with Walking Dead, I'm starting to have that with Game of Thrones. There were a lot of parts that I did enjoy, but there's a lot of it where I'm just like, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. I don't care you mean that care, feeling we all have about Doctor Who? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, you, said you, it, not you, me. you said Agents of <laughs> S.H.I.E.L.D. wrong. Ah, oh, okay. hey, Actually, it's I funny because I, I think it's just me. In all honesty, like Ooh. I'm starting to feel that way about Agents of Shield now because it's just like I don't care about this. Tie into the fucking movies, like already. Yeah, uh, like, but anyway, like, didn't, didn't the new season start up? And all this? no, yeah, and it's actually been really good. Like they have like, like the uh, what the Hive is actually a really great villain. Yeah, Listen, I'm not I'm guys. Not, I'm, you I'm, need to give. The new season, a chance, and stop being such a curmudgeon. Shut up! When's Supergirl gonna team up with the Flash again? <laughs> I know that was the only viable episode, and it was good because the, because the Flash was there. They had to cut out a lot of the crap they put into the episode just to make it an episode. No stupid romance garbage. No oh, stupid God. romance garbage between Supergirl and Flash. Just two people being buddies, exactly fighting crime. Uh, That's what I want. They, and the other thing was, that, the thing was, because he was there, she was more confident, which made it more interesting to watch. Instead of her like, eh, I don't know what to do. I'm a girl. No, it's like, no, you're a super girl. Yeah, but I'm super. I don't know what to do. Oh, my God. Someone's <laughs> telling me I'm so weak. But because Flash was there, she was like, oh, yeah, you know, I can fly and run fast, too. Let's let's go. Let's do it. And he was like, oh, cool. This is like uh, the, the DLC, whatever. Like, oh, this is pretty, yeah, you know, we do stuff around here. Anyway, this is where you'll be. Uh, here you go. Figure stuff out. You're figuring it out. Cool. Let's go. And it's like, yes, there is movement. There is actual. They don't waste uh, any goddamn time. Exactly. Exactly. Dragging this shit out. There was less. Why can't on, every episode of a show be like this? Seriously, there was less on her insecurities as Supergirl, which is really stupid. And I don't know why they want to shove that down our throats. And more of like her like, getting stuff done. Her actually being super girl. You know, more the super, less on the girl. I don't mean to ramp this tangent to overdrive, but how was the Silver Banshee? Then don't. Uh, oh my god! Ah. Like, oh god! L- l- listen, the Silver Banshee. <laughs> oh god. Like going to co- going to conventions and cons and like actually cosplaying myself, I'm just like, did they get like a random cosplayer to like come on screen? Like to someone who, w- I mean, don't they have a budget? Like you're a TV studio. <laughs> like the costume was so bad. It was like somebody. Just, was like, it really? It was so bad. It's like it's like the, the color contacts. Like it looks like she put on like the makeup herself to make it look like Silver Banshee. And it, it was so bad. It, it looked, it looked, it looked amateur cosplay. Someone just cosplaying for the first time, like put something together, which would be fine, absolutely fine. But this is a TV studio, so I'm just like, wait, what? This is a studio. 
And that's yeah. Sofa Banshee? Like, really? like, are you serious right now? And not only is that, but it's a TV studio that, like, on a channel where you have to have a cable. You have to have a cable in order to stream it on any smart device. They're already and then money. you already have to pay them $8 a month on top of that cable subscription. So it's like, what? So what's their excuse? Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Like you trying to charge me? It was all the extras dollars. for the for the extra drama because yeah. I needed to have all that. <laughs> no, I mean there. I probably wouldn't be. There's like almost no way the show could make me happy with their portrayals of Laura Banshee because I only really liked her portrayal in uh, the New Fifty Two, which is one of the few things in it that I, I think in in New Fifty Two that I was really enjoying. But that yeah, was she was as, only in like as far five, as not, as far as Superman issues. family villains go, she's pretty low on the totem pole for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So the Game of Thrones episode starts off with John. <laughs> well, Snow. well, no, well, well, I'll bring it. I'll segue it. I got this. I nailed it. The, well, everything I love about the Supergirl Flash stuff and its simplicity uh, is exactly the problem I have with this new season of Game of Thrones. It's it's almost far too up its own ass with shit going on. What do you mean up its own? Really? What are you talking about? I actually love this episode. I don't know. I, I, they wrap. Look, they wrapped up a lot of stuff from season five. Like, right yeah. out of the gate, which I'm grateful for. It was great. For. But at the same time, there's just... No, a lot know, of good maybe, happened. Maybe, oh, I've, oh. maybe I've grown to the point like Greg where I'm disillusioned, but I feel like this is a show that you now have to binge watch to really appreciate. Like, like week to week, it's just... There's there's this build-up, there's this waiting. Like, I can't take it. My, my sense of instant gratification given to me by stuff like daredevil is like wow <laughs> come on and it's funny because if daredevil is something you binge watch yeah exactly yeah daredevil you also have to binge watch so it's like what are you really talking about but like, no but I, I think what saying saying you don't have to is, wait each is, week well he's saying yeah waiting the week it's just like you want the fucking answers now i don't want to have to wait every week and like the also the thing is too because there's so many characters there's so many things going on you forget about like half the shit in between your week because like you watch an episode you're like fuck yeah I can't wait to see what happens with what's her name with Arya being <laughs> blind again this would be so fucking cool and we're probably not going to see her for two or three weeks. <laughs> I mean, listen, I I think that now that the show isn't isn't shackled to to what the books can throw at you at you and have these narratives kind of set in stone i think we will have a lot more back and forth between characters but my my point i want to make about the episode is that they at the end of season five we had all of these terrible events one after the other it was it was it was just like oh this person's poisoned like boom okay this person is is now stuck with the person who skins people boom and it was it was it was just a, and then and then and, uh, sansa like turned away her like knight and it was just like a huge bummer and and finally even though this episode had had some some gloomy moments, like with the uh, the betrayal, uh, where where the uh, that king was like killed. I'm terrible with names. I hope you can tell. But <laughs> you can just say all of the Dorn stuff. All of the Dorn stuff. Yeah, that, that which was is all of, bad. Oh my god. That was that was kind of a, a, a sad face. But I I did like I did like how you got some more personality. And someone who re, who reads the novels was telling me how they were happy that the the uh, the three assassin girls were starting to get more personality. There was that moment where it was like, which one of us is going to kill you? Which one do you want? And he was like, you. And then she well, you, stabbed you, you, him in the back that, of the you head. You had that last season as well. Like when they were introduced, it's like you knew they were going to be like main characters. They weren't going to be like side throw pieces. But there because wasn't, like there they, wasn't they, much if they brought them into into, into like the, the center of the screen they 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 each had their own names each had their own like weapons and uh you know they were thrown into jail with with a main character from from westeros so it's like okay they, yeah, they're going to be a thing it's like it's game of thrones everyone has a name and gets killed at some point <laughs> um but like i i think that you got a lot more uh you kind of, even though even though they were like evil technically in the scene but you kind of had that like oh well, you're a greedy bitch <laughs> and, and it was a laugh line and it was it was cool to see that that side that kind of that 
that lighter that lighter uh, that lighter note, I guess. Um, and then you had you know Sansa actually meeting up with 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 her knight, and and just like a lot of good happened in the episode. It was. It was oh and um Brianna Daenerys, Tarth, for da- those of you still trying to follow Ember's meanderings. What sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. No. You can't just throw some pronouns out there. There's too many characters for There's that too- shit. Listen, I am so bad with names. Okay, well da- da- Daenerys like told All of you're so bad with names, but but like you're trying to tell the entire thing. Like you don't have to go through the whole yeah, thing. Listen, like, I'm trying to tell you. Most 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 the pod most of the cast on this podcast is, is against them. I'm just trying to argue that like it had some compelling it had a lot of compelling elements to it. Mm, like like their names. Characters with agency. Listen, yeah, like like their names that are so <laughs> memorable. <laughs> One of the worst part, I just I have like a list of all their names next to me. I just I get like I can't even. <laughs> I love I those Dothraki were like, like frat boys. <laughs> Anyone else get that vibe off of them? No, they were. Yeah, they were. They were was like if one of them said "pull my finger" and then one the other one did and they farted it and they both laughed, I would not have been surprised. Like the, no, it was, it was like like the what, like one of the best things is seeing a woman naked. It was like, what about breaking in a new yeah, horse? That's hilarious. Okay. <laughs> he goes, All right, fine. One of the five best things in the world. <laughs> Among the five Among best. Among the things. five. One of them. <laughs> in no particular order. And 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 there was that moment where where Daenerys kind of like shows him up, where where because he he kind of like she, says like nothing. She thinks she matters. does. She thinks she and does. Then, and then and then no. and then she finally, has, she has the longest title in the entire yeah. thing. And it's he's like, like, that doesn't mean shit. And then he's like, oh, but you were married to. to and uh, the funny thing is, like, there was there, yeah. there's somebody who uh, <laughs> on like a, like a graphic design form they, they they made a business card. It's like I'm Daenerys Stoneborn Targaryen, and it's like this whole <laughs> list of things on this business card, and it's the most amazing thing. <laughs> It's so well done. I just but. can't believe it's taken six seasons to have a does the carpet match the drapes joke. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, no one else made that joke? I'll give you that. Like, ever since I saw, like, her, like, when she first married, uh, what's his fuck? Kyle Drogo. Um, Kyle thank Drogo. you. Kyle Drogo, yeah. Yeah, I've always thought myself, like, you know, she has white hair. Does, does it, is it the same? Or, but she's hairless everywhere else. Maybe she has no hair below the neck? I don't know, like... <laughs> I actually pondered that for like a good like solid like six weeks I think. Well, if you oh, watch it, it, you would you would know the answer because like there's like a full shot of her like. Oh no, I remember seeing that when he banged her. Yeah, but it's, still, it's Brazilian by Dragonfire. <laughs> so again, it's like even that, even that with the concept of boobs being in every episode and there's like fucking and blood everywhere, wasn't enough for me to sit down and watch. All this right, we got series. that. So yeah, we got it. In the yeah, in the, you're a you're a hard man to please. <laughs> hey, if you, can, if you can like if you can like give shit to like Ace of Shield like all all fuck all the fucking time, I can do that with Game of Thrones. That's different because Game of Thrones is actually good. Ace of Shield is terrible. No, 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 it's, it's the same like thing. Star Wars if you Rebel. don't like, if, if you can do the same thing, I can do that with Game of Thrones. Nah, Game of Thrones is so. actually good though. Is the thing Game of Thrones is actually good. You'll find more people. You'll find more people who like Game of Thrones as opposed to people. Agents of Shield. If we go out on the street, be like, "Hey, Game of Thrones, Agents of Shield." People like, "What? What the hell is Agents of Shield? Game of Thrones?" I honestly think Game of Thrones is overrated. To tell you the truth, I really think it's overrated. I think Jennifer Lawrence is overrated, and that's fine. (laughs) But but in the same aspect, you'll find a lot of people like Jennifer Lawrence, though, and they're wrong. So, and I think people are wrong about Game of Thrones. So we're even going the same circle. Yeah, but you've barely same. watched Game of Thrones, so because I just like, can't like, get into it. It's like this shit. But then, 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 then I think then, then I think you. But, but I think you can. You have to at least see see at least the first season. Even then, even if even if you don't go beyond that, I think that because I mean, there's a lot of things that I'm I'm just like not into. Like I I have, I'm having a really hard time getting into the Flash and and Supergirl. We, but we like need I, to, we need to give Dave a cut of Game of Thrones. That's just the Hound. <laughs> oh God. It's like, 
it's like I'm going to murder every last fucking one of you if I don't get some fucking chicken. Like, <laughs> oh my god, the uh, the hound versus Captain Phasma. Oh Dude, that damn, fight. that's a badass fight. And like he yeah. was saying that uh that that the uh, Gwendolyn Christie's actually a pretty badass fighter. Like he yeah. was like, dude, in practice, like she actually goes all out and he has like trouble like with her in practice. So I'm like, that is sick. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but so, yeah, um, that's another thing. Like like the like the, the fighting in the show is is nasty. Like the melee oh, combat sure, yeah. that happens. Oh my god. Oh yeah. It's the reason we've got such a great sword fight in Star Wars, I'm convinced. Oh yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah, and hopefully they do something with with uh, William Christie in uh, the next uh, Star Wars because she's going to be in it as Phasma, like JJ confirmed, which is weird. Don't but, waste uh, her again, damn you! <laughs> yeah. But oh my god, uh, it, it's crazy how like uh, in this episode they're fighting over like like Jon Snow's body, like they want to burn it, you know, they're protecting him, and and you know they're 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 just like you know hand him over, okay, we'll come back with an answer, and oh man, mm. like the, the, the more the more you're the more you're gushing about it, Serge, the more you're winning me over on this episode. Like yeah, I, can, I, can't, I liked it. I can't it was, it was it. a I'm good like, episode. Uh, I, I liked it. It was yeah. a good episode. I, I loved. I loved the the, the banter between uh, Tyrion Lannister and the Eunuch. The way he, I, I love just the way he talks. Like they're they're dressed as commoners, and Tyrion Lannister is trying to give money to to the the poor, and uh, and the Eunuch's just like you know, oh, like look at the way you walk. He's like, what's wrong with the way I walk? He's like, you walk as if as if the streets beneath you, the very cobbles belong to you, as if you bought them yourselves. But and I was like, what? He was just like, I used to rob guys like these. He's like, well, it's a good thing you don't rob anymore. <laughs> because you have no penis. <laughs> yeah, and he, and he just he just said because you have just no penis. Drops that for no reason. Yeah, for no reason. Like he was just so mad that he was just like hitting him. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. And then, oh, God. And then you have Dude, like uh Ramsay Snow too. Oh my god. Like that's oh. the first time we've seen him show emotion. Yeah, seriously. And then he he immediately covers it up, but like mm-hmm. god damn. Like I'm terrified what's gonna happen next with him. Dude, yeah, seriously. like killing his dad. Oh my god, he's gonna go all out. <laughs> god, I'm terrified of him when he's just eating. Never mind when he's actually upset. Oh god, dude, like, and uh, and what do you guys think of of Ghost protecting Jon Snow's body? Because like, uh, the, the direwolf and him ha- have a connection that they all do. All the direwolves do. Sure, yeah. but Jon Snow is dead. So like, why well, is he's he not dead? Let's let's work? clear that up. He's, he's fucking not. Like, I know. He's technically, back. he's dead. You know, I, I know he's dead, not dead. He's I know not going to stay that way. Like, oh, he's the Song of Ice and Fire. Yeah, yeah. Can he be dead? He's the main character. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, they killed the main character at the end of season one. So, you know. <laughs> no, but I think he like the the theory is he's like the main like he's what is really all about. He's well, he, here's the one. thing. Like, I here's, I thought that he was gonna come back to life in uh in this one. Uh, how do you pronounce her name? Mel- Melis- Melisandre. Mel- Melisandre. Yeah, because like, cause like her other knight of the of fire or whatever was able to straight up come back after he lost a duel. He 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 died. He actually yeah. died. Got cut in half, kind of. And then he just was like, "Well, I'm okay." Yeah, but- if that can happen, Jon <laughs> Snow can come. Imagine back. how cheated you'd feel though if Jon Snow was like, "Oh, I'm dead. Uh, I'm dead." This episode. <laughs> and then he just comes right back. Like, oh, just J.K. He's All like, right. I've got a phoenix down. Here Fooled we go. you. Well, I'm I'm kind of wondering what um. Casey, one more time. Mel, Melisandre. 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 Yeah, Melisandre. Um, I'm, I'm wondering what, what her deal is, though, because she seemed she seemed really the bummed out ever since her plan went to shit last season. 
And like, is she like losing faith? Like, is that why she? Because there was a theory that the uh, the gem she took off was what was keeping her looking like young. Oh, definitely. But, definitely. Well, that's not. A theory. But, I think they, they. No, no, but, but she, there's scenes where she's like in a, in like a bathtub or whatever where she doesn't have it on. So like, could it be that she's like she as she loses her faith, she's losing her. Wait, are, her, her, wait, the are there scenes where she doesn't have it on and she still looks young? She takes yes. a bath. She doesn't have it on. Interesting. And and they, there, there's the there's there's like the counter theory that oh well she was putting like potions in in the water so that she was fine and it's like it's water. a it's a glamour no matter how you slice it whether it's divine or her own doing it's she she puts that sexy lady front and she looks real old and real real gross even and, yeah, even and, like and now like hmm? well I was just saying even when she's young now like when they show her young I'm still gonna see that. Like, and, and, he, oh, and, and you realize like that's how she's always she's like she's never been very mobile and you never understood why you're like why isn't she helping why doesn't she do more but she just sort of like chills there yeah she's and, actually and, an old witch yeah she's she's yeah. just an old lady yeah it's a good thing john snow is dead because the truth would kill him <laughs> yeah, i caught um, that that's what i squeezed she's like hello john snow these are my things <laughs> listen oh my god but yeah she, she's definitely gonna gonna bring him back she's gonna pull some necromancy bring him back to life because she's with the lord of the light and we've seen like like guys come back and oh my god he's definitely yeah the mountain is a, there's a mountain zombie like <laughs> yeah seriously now what would now when when john snow comes back like do you think it's gonna be towards the end of the season do you think it's gonna be Next episode, and they're going to make us wait. They're absolutely going to make yeah, us wait. Yeah, they're, they're going to. I feel like. Have they confirmed this as the last season of the show? Uh, I feel like I've heard I that. Don't, yeah. If they know. if they have, then it's going to be a couple episodes before the end. If it's not, it's going to be the last episode. Oh, what do you guys? What do you guys make of? Okay, remember remember the scene where uh, the, the the boy Stark was was following you know the Raven and stuff like that. Anyway, and it cut over to a scene where there are these babies in these ice thrones, and there's like the the quote unquote the commander looking like uh, uh, zombies. The Night's King, yeah, Bran yeah. Stark, exactly. Craster's children. Mm-hmm. Know all the names. <laughs> the pull I can't prepare tonight. Yeah. I did my homework, then, so we there's, wouldn't there's sound whole, like idiots. And then there was a whole attack on the north where they rode up on horses, but all of the let's say lower level zombies were attacking, but these generals were up on top. Like, what do you make of, of those guys? Uh, and what's that? And what's what's that ice palace that that, that they were in? Like, you think we're, we're going to see we're going to see that? Like, and what's 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 up with uh with with the young Stark? I mean, is he? Uh, like he has some kind of connection because like, it seems like he's heading towards there. I know it's crazy because there's like, you see all these people running away from the White Walkers and they're and like they, they're like hyper deadly to everyone, but they they don't seem to really be giving a fuck about that. Yeah, <laughs> he seems to be heading towards them as he's looking for this Raven and all this sort of stuff, and it's just like, but like, like what's what's going to happen? Right, uh, and and I I just, I also wonder like I mean because there was that I I I, I have to think that that Jon Snow has to also be tied into the White Walkers because there was that exchange, right, where you see their their leader show off his power where he's like, he does the whole Arthas like thing where he's like, oh, <laughs> Arthas! Nah. Arthas. Like, <laughs> yes. And he, and, and he, and he, he like, he made a point to like engrave, I, it kind of looked like he was engraving Jon Snow's like face in his mind. Like, I'm going to remember you. Like the one who like took, who like kind of took away this, this like, Full of victory from me, like see a- the power you face. Exactly, uh, and, and, so and, and then you forget to. that the uh-huh. Stark sword exactly. is of uh, the Valerian steel, which which can slay anything. When he slayed like one of those quote unquote general dudes, general zombie dudes. 
shatters ass like glass. Yeah, dude, that was crazy. It's like, oh yeah, like all the houses have had had a Valerian steel sword, and that's the Starks. And Valerian steel has like obsidian in it, right? That's like yeah, it has obsidian, and it's made from a uh, uh, dragon fire or something like that, and which which yeah. can kill anything. So hence it killed. Um, Thank thing. God it has that because obsidian is really, really, really bad to use for swords. <laughs> it does not take punishment very well. Oh my god! And then you got you got to uh, think of it as the medieval equivalent to corking a bat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have the whole thing where Arya Stark is learning how to be a faceless person. Now, now she's blind and she's going through the training. So this girl comes up and she throws her a staff and then she starts beating her and she's like, "I'll see you tomorrow." <laughs> it's like what is she just gonna like make her <laughs> oh into a uh, a Zatoichi, just like a blind? You better have me? my lunch money next week, stuff. <laughs> yeah. You better get better at like, like, seeing without seeing. No, no, because like you, you have you have like this. You're feeling you feel really bad for Arya because like she's she's blinded. She's just character you've been out of all out of all of uh, of the uh, the Stark children. Like he, you, you really don't care for that many other than like Jon Snow that are like still around but like she was the one you were rooting for she was one who was like a badass fighter you know and now like blinded like on the streets and you just you just want her to and now she's daredevil now she's (laughs) not even now she's just being beaten up every day till she gets better (laughs) (laughs) sounds like daredevil to me that's her faceless form instead of turning into like Jock and Hakash she turns into Matt Murdock Charlie Cox (laughs) I'm Matt Murdock that's great it's awesome. Like I, I'm so interested. I, I want to see more of Arya's rise to being like a nasty swordsman. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't? She's gonna become like a crazy, crazy fighter, and I, her her whole her whole arc is is just so interesting. Like because we, we don't really know too much about that land. It's shrouded in a mystery, and even she doesn't know too much about it. And she's just trying to like make her way through it. But she's really, really trying. And then like not everybody knows that she's still alive. You know, there's so many things going on. It's just like, oh yeah, they they don't really know that she's alive. Like yeah. nobody knows. Yeah, there's just like speculation. Like even her, her own brother. I mean, one other. There's the other Stark kid that nobody talks about. That's off on some island somewhere. Rickon Stark. Really? What? <laughs> what? There's a Is whole. Really? There's a whole another Stark that was like at the beginning of the show, and he's fucking nowhere. <laughs> Really? For real? Yeah. What? Are, I don't remember that. Are you guys fun? Are you funning me? Or are you? No, I don't, I don't remember that. Yeah, blanking, blanking, real bad right now. What's yeah. So, uh, all right. So, so, all right. Who name all the Stark kids? The not even the ones that no, are there. No, no, just, no. Just look at go into what you're talking about. Oh, okay. All right. So, so there's a Brand's not the youngest Stark. Mm-hmm. There's another one. His name is Rick and Stark. He's a he's a wee lad, and he's got his own direwolf, and they they. Dragged him off to somewhere. I forget <laughs> where they took him. I, I'm gonna look it up. His, okay, his name, up his name is Thanks Anthony you. Stark. He has uh, literally he's literally been a blacksmith. He's, he's been taken to parts unknown. So he goes <laughs> to that place all the scariest wrestlers come from. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was great. I he's, like that. That was good. From parts unknown. Um, <laughs> yeah, from parts unknown. Rick and Stark. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's, so what's yeah, that's, what's that's, what's, that's what's the speculation about this guy? Like what's what's being said? I don't know. I just know that he exists, and Good I job, just Casey. remember that was him. very compelling. But you see, well, like, no, no, like no, this is come this. on. No, we were talking about the Starks that are alive and around, and then we we hit up all of them, and then I was like, "Well, there's one more." That felt fat, very fast. <laughs> yeah, I heard about this guy. What's going on with him? I don't know. I just that is a guy. Well, he's I know a baby. About like, what are you gonna do? He's like three. He's like four years old. <laughs> 
I mean, he's probably a warg if you subscribe to that theory that all the the Starks are secretly wargs, which I don't know. But I mean, this is what I'm talking about with Game of Thrones, where it's like they have this character, right? They introduce season one, fucking never hear from ever again. We even forgot about him. No, that's like some like obtuse reference he's talking about. He's a Stark. He's 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 one of the like we've been following this whole family this entire show, and we have forgotten about this character. This member yeah, of the family. Yeah, he hasn't been put into the forefront. I mean, like, we've been following well, the Lannisters. We've been following the, the, right the Lannisters like, as well. And we know like, a lot about them. Sure. There's a ton of characters in this show. There is a metric fuck ton. But, like, and, it, it just and, seems so unnecessary. Like, even if they bring they this Stark character back, this Stark kid back, no one's going to fucking care. It's going to be like, hey, we got Dotson, Dotson, we got Dotson here. Nobody, nobody <laughs> fucking cares. Nobody yeah, because it's it's some obscure reference. It's opposed to like, oh, like we we cut to Tyrion Lannister, then we cut to Daenerys like, like Targaryen, right, but, then we cut to Robb Stark. You know, like it's but it's, I, it's, I not, it's not hard to follow. So so now that you're saying, oh, there's this other guy. You see, you see what they're doing? It's all crap. It's like no, no, it's died. It's because there's one obtuse reference in the entire show. It's not hard to no, follow. No, it's at not all. just that. There's multiple of that. There's multiple characters that just show back up, and you're like, I don't know who the fuck this guy is, and they make a big deal out of it. Or they recast the actor, and there's so many characters. There's so many characters running around, it anyways, that you don't even know it's the same guy, even though he has like similar hairstyles, which most of them have. So, well, I can kind of see that happening because, like, when the uh, disgraced um, Kingsguard was kicked out of um, the King's Fall uh, towards the beginning of the series, like shows up and he protects the nearest Targaryen when when she's out uh, getting her slaves of the uh, the the Unsullied. People are like, "Oh, who's this guy?" I'm like, "That was the guy who got disgraced and he was kicked out of the court. It was this whole thing. He's he was a knight for the longest time and he yeah, was going to yeah. fight and you told him not to fight." And then it was like, "I remember, remember that whole thing." People are like, "Oh, I don't remember. This show's so hard to follow." And I'm no, like, "I'm see, sorry, that, this that is not the Fast and the Furious." But there's a lot of that other stuff where it's just like. Dude, like you make such a big deal out of this, and it's like that cliffhanger at the end of the episode, and it goes over most people's heads because well, it's like that what? random one Stark that we mentioned obscurely once, and now he's probably going to be the one that comes back and ends up saving the day at some point. That'd be cool though, because it's just like, oh, that dude. But I feel like yeah. I feel like the presentation of that, like we don't remember. Well, he's him. too young. I think I think at, at most he will be a figurehead that someone would fight over. Well, for, I mean, like control of regardless. Like that's he, that's he besides comes back the point. Cradled in the arms of Lady Stoneheart, <laughs> then all the book people's heads explode. It's like where was she the past two seasons? She's supposed to be here. <laughs> I mean, like I mean that's that's kind of like besides the point. I think like if Casey had not said that, we would not have thought of this character. And when his reveal. If, they, if his reveal ever shows up back up again, it would be less impactful than it could have It's going to – either that or it hits everybody in the same way where they're like, holy shit, there was another one this whole time. Well, I kind of wish we had someone in this in this podcast who was reading the books because I, I really wonder if uh, what Rickton was was the one who – it had, had more narrative in the books just be, and they didn't get to it in the show, you know? Hmm. That, according to the wiki, that's not really true. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it's pretty much like, oh, there's a there's a one-line mention of Rick in here. It's like, oh, okay. He's apparently mm. on some kind of I looked it up. More than parts unknown, he is apparently on some kind of legendary island of Skagos. <sighs> which it might have unicorns. So that'll what? be a nice change of pace. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> Thrones, yeah. Give a throw. <laughs> 
game of unicorns. I get what he says. I, I, I like the show. It's a lot of you fun know, to I watch. Mean, like, I, I, I love the plethora of characters, and I love how they tie them together. Because like, uh, I, I like movies and TV shows like that. Like when I was watching Watchmen, it was a bunch of different stories, a bunch of different arcs, but it all came together, and it wasn't it wasn't too hard to follow. There were some things that were hard to follow, but then I like that there's a variety. Because if we were following like one family, like this whole thing. And we see it from their perspective in, you know, the battle for for the throne. You know, it's it's all the game. It'd be boring. But because we have all these different perspectives, it's like, oh, man, what's happening with this? What's happening over there? I want to go back over there. Yeah. Oh, sure. And, and at least if they bring this character back of, or the, and, and they use the use uh, Rickon for, for some for some some reason later. You know, for, Rickon, it's, they can, not, they a can say, it's well, not a they thing. Can, I don't know, but I can say that <laughs> they, they can at least say that, that, well, this was established before. The reason why, like, why, why we can accept superhero comics uh, 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 it's because we they establish their powers, they establish the limits, and, and instead of just like oh um, surprise, this person can take a million punches, and you thought they were about to die, but they didn't. Like that, that doesn't work. They didn't establish that, so you you didn't you didn't really if if they just trick you, like you didn't really know the stakes. It could also place, be it could also be something point. as simple as they, they they tried to introduce him and maybe try to use him later, but as like the development of the show went on, they're like oh we don't need that plot point anymore. And then just yeah, let's just drop it. That's just poor storytelling, though. At that point, then that's not planning it out all the way. Like they have to bring him back. They have to bring him back. Like if to actually have because the fact that he exists means that they have to address it. They can't just like have a character and not bring him. They very Especially well could. They very well could tie it up. Ties. Such direct main ties to the main family. Yeah, no, like straight up, he's 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 a Stark. Like yeah, he's he's uh, Ned fine. Stark's son. This kid. Like it's not like a second cousin that kind of gets married like, and maybe fools around with boys or something like that. Like at the very least, there's going to be an assassination attempt on him. I think. Yeah. Although we're harping on this, <laughs> like like this, like this, this like like certain <laughs> point like, right here depends on if the show is like a piece of shit or not. Like it's it's so it's, <laughs> it's so come down to this. It's, it's, like, it's not, it's not that one make point. Make this guy it's, a thing. This whole thing is a piece of garbage. No, like, it's not. No, it's not, not that one point. It's like. The fact that that one point has been done so many times with other characters, in my opinion, it's like a common theme. Yeah, agree to disagree. Yeah, yeah, and that's why they're opinions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, just over an hour into it, so you guys know what that means. <laughs> we get to go home. We get to go home. That's <laughs> it. Close up shop. That's it. That's all we got. Crap! I am Peace. home. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> it's my secret question. Yeah! So, this week we watched season six of Game of Thrones. Bet you forgot that. I forgot about that. I didn't. It was there. Um, so, season six of Game of Thrones. We watched it. We enjoyed it. Slash, didn't enjoy it. Whatever. Um, we're going to have a fun round table secret question this time. Um, so the rules for that essentially are you, uh, we start with one person, they pick someone else on the podcast and they give them an answer. So Game of Thrones, everyone dies in Game of Thrones, pretty much. Like all the characters that we know and love are fucked in one way or another. (laughs) No one is safe. No one is really safe. Um, what I want you to do is I want you to pick a member of the podcast and how do they die in Game of Thrones? Oh my god! Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're gonna start with Casey this week. No. How, how do we answer this? Like, do they do they like do they like select someone for death? And like, how do you die? Well, yeah, like they, you know, this person <laughs> is dying in Game of Thrones on this episode. How do they die in this? Somehow, I, somehow, I wish I had been thinking about this 
for the entirety of the time I've met you guys. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm, I'm actually glad you haven't, because that says a loads about you. You thought how we're going to die as soon as you met us. Listen, sometimes you gotta. There are people who think about how to survive in every scenario. If it means killing your friends, if you somehow got transported to a strange sword and sorcery land of fiction, I'm just saying. I know a guy who's probably thought of a way I'll die in there. All right, Batman. <laughs> yeah. Stop. Contingencies of the question. Okay. Casey would die. No, it's Casey's people. turn. No, 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 I was no, trying no, to buy no. time. Damn it. <laughs> Casey. Go. Um. Hmm. This is tricky. I'm going to say Dave tries to fight the hound for some chicken. Oh, nice. And it is a it is a truly fatal mistake for this <laughs> this wandering sellsword. <laughs> That's cool. That's song. That's fairly accurate I, I find. Uh Dave, it's your turn. Thinking. Um I'll pick Sergio. Oh no. And he <laughs> dies flirting with someone's wife. I would what? say he he dies uh, flirting. <laughs> he just drops dead suddenly. No, he, he's flirting with someone's flirtation. He's flirting with someone's wife, and they're like, "That's it!" And they just tie him the horses, and they pull him apart. It's not my, like Braveheart style. Right <laughs> I could I could see that ha- I could see that happening. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> That's really weird. Uh, Sergio. Uh, I want to pick Amber. Amber would trip and fall on something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what the fuck? <laughs> on her own sword. Amber, like Amber, would, Amber would be selling oysters, seashells, and stuff and things, and she'd be pushing a cart around, and then some guy would be like, "Hey, you, what do you got there?" And she'd be like, "Oh, we have all these cool little stuff and things." And he'd be like, okay, come here. I want I want you to deliver a package for me now. I'll give you like some gold. He'd be like, oh, really? Okay, that'd be cool because we're, we're like, uh, we are, I have a farm, my parents and stuff, and we're trying to have the turnips this year. So the guy <laughs> gives you a package. Like, oh, what's in the package? He's like, don't open it. If you open it, you die. But and she deliver it to it. this castle. And then Amber goes on this journey to this castle. And along <laughs> the way, she meets a band of people and they become friends with her. And they have campfire stories. She's like, oh, you guys are great because all my friends – back in that town or stupid and I wanted new friends and now you guys are awesome and they're like We're, you're awesome too Amber and they go on this thing and they save her from a bear they save her from like these Vikings or whatever and then they get to the end of the thing and one of the guys is like what's in that package you've been hogging it this whole time and not showing us you haven't looked at it yourself and Amber's like if I look at it the guy said I'll die and then the guys are like well let's take a look at it now and you're like no so then a fight breaks out between one of the guys who tries to save Amber and the other one who wants to take a look at it because his greed is getting the better of him then Amber's like, you guys stop fighting. You're my friends. You're my friends. Like, we're not friends anymore. And then they have a fight to the death. And then they kill each other. And Amber's sitting there, like, with these two guys who are all blooded and stuff and dying. And then a dragon comes out of nowhere and bites Amber and eats her. Do I, I don't turn into a, a dragon? J- Jesus. No. Like, that's... Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's really good, though. Damn. I told you one of us has thought of this before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I thought of it just now. Damn. God. So, who wants to go after that? that? I, well, it's I Amber. I have to, but hence the, fuck. Hence, hence the I was gonna say that Casey gets killed. No, nope, Casey after. already good. Or no, I, he I, 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 well, he's gonna die twice now. He didn't already. <laughs> he's he gonna to die twice. Because fuck him. He would die a second time in an argument with an archivist because uh, he disagrees with what they think is canon in his in their historical records. Because Casey is the best 
not, is the most knowledgeable person they have has ever wandered those lands with historical facts, and he knows it, but they don't know it, and they'll kill him for, for, for his impudence. Amber That's really it. wanted to kill Casey. Yeah, seriously. That's what I got out of that. Yeah, from the beginning, yeah. Next time we have to kill each other. Jeez. We had like a whole like trend going, and Amber was like, "Fuck that! I'm killing Casey." It's because you're so knowledgeable in things, so much more knowledgeable than me in things, and I just have to kill you for it. I appreciate being, being <laughs> I killed that. for my. I love my that reasoning. That is the best reasoning to have. It's the only reasoning to have. You must die. I alone am best. That's, that's, that way, I'm I'm, I'm bumping myself up. I'm no bitch. You just got to move everyone ahead of you from from the equation. Uh, who's who's next, Greg? Uh, Greg? Uh, I I I I guess I would die. Uh, <laughs> Because <laughs> someone can't follow the fucking rules. So I would not die because no one's around to tell me how I die. So I live forever. I call bullshit. <laughs> no, that's it. That's what, that's what you get for breaking the rules. I win. No, wait. I got it. I got it. <laughs> so, Greg wins the Game of Thrones. <laughs> so, Greg, so Greg's a blacksmith and he repairs armor for people and stuff like that, right? So one time this guy comes in. He's like, hey, I need you to fix my armor and the rivets. And Greg's like, yeah, I don't work with that type of armor because... I work with this armor, not that armor. But I need you to fix my armor. I, I already told you, man. I, I don't fix your armor. You got to look for help elsewhere because that's not the type of armor I work with. That's chain mail. I work with plate mail. I need you to fix my armor. So finally, Greg's like, fine, I'll fix your fucking armor. So he fixes the guy's armor, gets it all done, taken care of, gets all the settings right and all that stuff. And finally, gives the guy back his armor and goes, yep, here's your armor. Fix it up for you. Then the guy's like, well, you did it wrong. It's not done right. Well, I told you I didn't fix that type of armor. That's not the armor I do. I do plate mail. That's chainmail. It's completely two different things. I don't work with man. Guy gets upset. They they fight with. They do like a duel, and then instead of guy killing Greg, Greg kills a guy. Greg's like, great, sweet, that's great. Goes to the tavern, eats a eats a chicken sandwich, and chokes in the chicken. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I go, well, sir, I, I know you're upset. I see you're upset. However, I assure you that I don't work with this kind of thing. So get the fuck out. I'm glad you caught on to that, Greg. I see what you did. Ah, I get it. Is that? That's all time we have. That's it. What a thinly veiled alley. Everyone out. So, search. Do the thing with the thing. Well, everyone, that's all the time we had today for this podcast. Just before we talk about Game of Thrones, make sure to catch us on iTunes and on SoundCloud for you Android users. As always, every Thursday at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time, you can catch the Bad Cody Funky podcast live on twitch.tv slash Funky underneath the gaming talk shows directory. Until next time, everyone, this has been Booster Greg. You know nothing, Jon Snow. Dave the Bearded Menace. Yo. Adam Bomb Amber. Kaboom. <laughs> Casey. My butt is And I'm Sergio. Thank you guys for tuning in each and every Thursday at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time. Until the next Bad Cody Funky podcast. We'll see you later or we'll see you another time. Or we'll see you never. Casey will die. Okay, here's how Casey dies. Oh, Casey already died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like everyone's taking a turn at Casey. I want to take a turn at Casey. Oh, this sucks. It's because <laughs> so, she made me a maester. Right, go, go, search, go. So Casey is right. a minstrel, and, and he wants to be a knight. <laughs>
So Casey's a minstrel. He wants to be a knight. So so he's been following around knights. Uh, the comp- okay, so there are knight competitions all over the land, and Casey wants to go and be a knight, but he's not he's not born of royal blood. So the only thing he can do is to be to be a squire or to clean out the stables. But he has a loot that his father gave him a long time ago before he died, when when a band of robbers came through the village and burned it down, kind of at like the beginning of a Robin Hood movie or any Robin Hood movie where you burn down the roofs of the houses and the whole village die. So Casey's been going from from knight competition to knight competition with his loot, trying to squire a knight, but they're like. No, like you don't esquire if you have a letter of recommendation from from one of the princes or the kings, and you can't get that unless you're of royal blood. So Casey's been following this one knight who's been nice enough to like, oh, I like music, I like your loot. Okay, so come and follow me. So Casey's been following this guy around, not on his, not on his own horse. The knight's on a horse, uh, and Casey's just been walking, just singing his songs, da 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 da, knocking two coconuts together. Exactly, knocking two coconuts together. Exactly. So 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 one day that the knight runs runs into some trouble. That there's there's a bear that attacks him along the lines of the movie the revenant with leonardo dicaprio oh, and no! casey dons and casey dons a knight's armor <clears throat> the knight dies uh anyway so casey dons the armor then he goes to the the, the nearest competition which is where they're going to head to uh he gets there and they're like oh are you sir lance and like, yeah i am sir lance because his first name is because his mother was born she was having there's an aneurysm. six l's in this name exactly because <laughs> when his mother was born she's having an an- or when he was born his mother was having an aneurysm like oh what's the child's name this is his name and the mother dies and he comes out and that's the name they it stuck because um you can't erase stuff on parchment it was only pen back then um, so he's like, my name is Lance. And then Lance just goes and does the competition. They're like, okay, you're cool. And then, then Casey falls for this girl and he can't tell her that he's not really a knight because then he can't get the girl. Cause you think, oh, what kind of a guy am I? If I lie to this girl and I told her that I'm really just a minstrel and I'm not really a knight. So one day he goes to like, uh, uh the main competition in the town and the girl's like, oh, I'll root for you there. And she was just like, oh, I'll give you my handkerchief and tie it on your lance. And now I'm just telling the story of, of a knight's tale. Uh, with, yeah, you are. <laughs> you really are. <laughs> I'm it's just like, going to a knight's like, come on, come on, someone just say it. Come on, come on. And then, and then, and then, I forget if it's in the movie, but in the movie trailer, uh, <laughs> We Will Rock You is playing for some reason because it's, it's medieval times. And then, uh, Casey take, takes a shot in the arm with, with the lance. And then there wasn't really good medicine back then. So, so they get him off the horse. He, I mean, well, he gets knocked off his horse. They pick him up. They take him back to the medical tent. And in the medical tent, they're like, Oh, you have a bunch of shards inside of you and you're going to die because we don't really have good medicine right now. And then I don't know, we're a time traveling doctor in a DeLorean comes out and out. He's just like, what year Great is Scott. it? <laughs> Great Scott, what year is it? Oh my god! And then Casey, look, he's just like Doc. He's like, wait, you know what I am? He was like, yeah, we're we're, we're breaking a wall here. I forget which wall. If it's a fourth wall or a third wall, I don't know which one because of devices. And he's like, don't worry about that. Worry about that later. And then he brings Casey into the time machine. He's like, I don't think you belong here. And then, <laughs> and then he, he traveled through time. I swear to God, if this isn't like gets, our first movie we ever make, I don't know what to, else we're gonna do. The travel, we the need to do something with this. They travel through time, but they hit they hit turbulence, and then they, they get spit out into a wormhole, and then they find themselves uh, the DeLorean. They find themselves into an attic, and there's a little boy in the corner, and he's just like, "Hey, Scott, where are we?" And they find that the car's on top of a book, and the boy was reading a book, and in the book were their characters. Now I'm telling the story of the never-ending story. Uh, <laughs> and then they run outside. I'm running out of steam here. So Casey, so Casey dies. Just kill me already, you son of a bitch! <laughs> Casey, Casey dies of dysentery. I don't know.